Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast. Table Flippers is an outreach of Greater Works Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos, along with Chippy the Chipmunk. If it wasn't for me, no one would listen to this show. It's all about Chippy. Get ready to be challenged, to be confronted with truth and reality, and get ready for a revolution. It's found at Table Flippers. Oh, boy. Here we go again. Here we are at it again, ladies and gentlemen, we're at it again. And there's more things to cover, more things to talk about. As a matter of fact, I don't have enough time in the day to cover even a quarter of the things that I feel is important and the things we need to talk about. So please do yourself a favor and uh, get out there and read some articles, read about what's going on. I would tell you to watch the news, but there's not very many news networks out there that I would ever suggest. But you might go through like Newsmax, Epic uh, News, I believe that's what it's called, Epic News, or um, what's the other one? One America News. And, uh, you know, listen to some of those uh, broadcasts, read some of their articles, get informed about really what's going on and what's really, truly going on. Uh, You know, if you listen to the mainstream media, CNN, MSNBC, CBS, NBC, uh, what's some of the other ones, even Fox News, you're not going to get always the truth, okay? And I'm not saying that any other, other networks give you the full truth. Everybody just because of their hum their their humans are going to give some type of slant we understand that but it's journalists jobs and by the way journalists you may want to listen to this it's their job it's your job journalists to tell the truth to tell the truth not try to indoctrinate people to your political slant but just merely give the facts that's it and when you do that we're all better informed and when we're better informed then we can actually function better as a culture and society. I don't know. It's just a thought. Journalists, do your job and we'll do ours. So anyways, uh, this is one reason why I like the Daily Wire. And I subscribe to the Daily Wire, to the uh, written article aspect of it. I don't watch a lot of the videos. But uh, the reason I like it is because, number one, they're conservative. Number two, they do their best to, to, to tell the truth. And that's it, to to give facts and tell truth. And um, when you get the facts and you get the truth, well, you're not just better informed, but you become a better citizen. And you're not out there running around acting like a fool, trying to push an agenda you don't even understand. I was just watching one of those man on the street clips yesterday and This lady was chanting from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. And the man on the street, you know, the guy with the camera, the microphone, whatever, he walks over and says, "Um, what river? And she got completely discombobulated. Well, what does it matter? Well, it does matter because you said from river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Uh, What river? Where is this? What are you even talking about? And she couldn't answer those simple questions. She didn't know the river. He says, oh, okay, well, how about the sea? What sea are you talking about? Uh, uh, well, once again, um, you know, that's irrelevant. No, it's very relevant because if Palestine is going to be free from a river and to the sea, 
then we need to figure out what river that is and what sea that is and, and really figure out what's going on there. So it's very, very, very relevant to what you're saying. So what river, what sea? And this woman was just getting completely discombobulated. She didn't know. She was out there chanting this nonsense with a group of people that just thought it was cool. Somebody picked up on this. Hey, everybody, you know, um, you know, we've just been sitting around smoking this funny stuff, you know, and, um, you know, uh, uh, I'm hungry. You know, I tell you what, let's go down and get a hot dog and maybe, um, you know, protest with those, uh, what do they call it? What do they call it? Palestakanan? Yeah, one of those guys. Let's just go hang out with them. They got cool chants. Something about a river, something about a sea. I like water, so let's go help them out, man. Oh, and grab the Doritos. We'll take them with us. Honestly, ladies and gentlemen, that's about how foolish some of these people are and how they how foolish they sound doing these chants that they don't even know what they're chanting or why they're chanting it. They don't even know, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. And they don't even know, what, what river, what sea, where is Palestine? Who are those Palestine? They know nothing. But it was really cool being out there waving some colorful flag and chanting something and being part of, you know, it's it's really a sad day in a person's life when they're so desperate, so absolutely desperate to be part of something that they will even join themselves to something stupid and foolish, something that's birthed in and saturated in complete ignorance because somebody somewhere came up with that chant, that slogan, somebody somewhere that maybe they deemed cool. Maybe it was a professor in their college. You know, one of those, half of their head is shaved, the other half is bright purple, uh, tattoos, piercings, and earrings in places that they don't belong, you know, and they're acting all, I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, it's just so mind-boggling to me. Parents, this is just a little side note. Maybe I'll do a whole episode on this real, real soon. But parents, you uh, send your children's off to college to these uh, left-leaning, I mean, exceptionally far left-leaning, progressive, I don't know what they're progressing towards, hell, I guess, Uh, but progressive teachers and professors, you're spending all kinds of money doing this for your children, and what they come back with a cool degree in gender studies. Now, parents, parents, I'm not going to ask the kids because the kids just still don't get it. They're not old enough or mature enough to even understand these things. So parents of, you know, high school and college age kids, where is your little boo-boo going to get a job with a degree in gender study? I mean, you know, or gender, whatever it is, gender studies. I mean, come on. I heard Kenneth Owens say this recently. That should be about, what, a 15-minute class? Because there's two genders, if you want to call it that, two sexes. Let's just go there. Two sexes, male and female. And that depends on the the whole chromosome thing, you know, XX, XY, all that good stuff. And that determines whether you're a male or a female. Gender studies, over. Okay, we can get a little bit more crude and I can describe some things. But I won't, ladies and gentlemen, because there might be cheerogens listening. So anyways, uh, but you get it. You understand it. Normal people, healthy people. People, people that are healthy, somewhat healthy, I should say, mentally, emotionally, and otherwise, they understand how foolish these things are. 
So little Johnny, little Janie is going to, I mean, and that could switch. They could go off to college being a Janie and come back a Johnny or vice versa. Because that's what's happening. And parents, you send your kids off. Oh, just go get a good education. Make me proud. And they come back thinking there's some other um, sex. Or maybe even worse. Maybe they think they're a Furby, a cat. And now they demand a litter box being set up instead of using the toilet. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that kind of nonsense is actually happening on our college campuses. So little Jimmy, little Johnny, little Janie, little I don't know what I am, comes home with this degree in something silly as gender studies or, you know, Taylor Swift-ology. And um, then they're going to, you're saying, okay, great, go get a job. After about a week of looking, they come back and say, mom, dad, I finally got a job. Woo, praise God. What are you going to be, a CEO of a corporation? Are you going to start your own business? Or how many, you know, is that going to be a six-figure, maybe a seven-figure salary they're going to give you? I'm so excited. My baby um, doesn't understand who they are, but they got a great job, and I know they're going far. What are you going to do, little Jimmy, Janie, uh, they, them, who, whoever you are, whatever you are? Well, mom, well, dad, I'm going to McDonald's. I'm going to flip burgers because they just raised the minimum wage to, what is it now, $15 an hour? I think in California, it's even going up to $20 an hour. Woohoo! Sent you away for four, six, eight years. <clears throat> you come back with this awesome looking diploma and the job that you're going to take is, and now please don't misunderstand me, ladies and gentlemen. There's nothing shameful in working in fast food. There's really nothing shameful in that at all. It's a great starter job, but that's exactly what it is, a starter job. And unfortunately, we got these young people coming, going into college, coming out with a degree, some type of a degree, AA, a BA, a, a master's, a doctor, whatever, and they can't find a, a decent job for all the work that they supposedly put in when they're on that campus, and they end up flipping burgers and then demanding a quote-unquote living wage because they have to pay off all their student loan debts. Is this, I mean, this is so backwards, so absolutely backwards and strange and weird. So parents, 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 moms and dads, and I'm even gonna extend that to aunts and uncles and grandparents, and maybe even some siblings. Y'all need to get a hold of little Jimmy, Jimmy, Jamie, Johnny, they, them, whoever, whatever it is, and straighten them out. Even if you need to go, listen, hey, 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 Little Jimmy Janie, I am not going to continue paying for you to go to this college, this university, so that you can study gender studies. If you haven't, you're 18, 19, 20 years, whatever it is, ladies and gentlemen, you're 20 years old. If you haven't figured it out by now, maybe you should just drop out of school altogether and we can check you in to some, I don't know, facility that could help you out with 24-hour care. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I'm, I'm having a little fun with this, but at the same time, I'm telling you really the truth that we've, we've, this is so silly and ridiculous and upsetting because parents, we're, our children are still in our care and we set the standard in the home. And if we do our job correctly, when they go off to college, they'll keep to that standard. And so when I, when I see these decent, you know, um, nice looking uh, heads full of mush, go off to college, big smiles on their face, you know, looking like normal American children. And they come back looking like a, a circus sideshow freak show. We've got a problem. 
And mom and dad, I'm not going to blame you 100%, but it's about 99.99% your fault. Do your job, parents. Don't pay for your, a college education for your kids if they're not going to take it seriously and go after a degree that will actually give them a good life after that. Gender studies, come on. There's actually courses on Taylor Swift. Can you believe that? And some of your kids are taking those courses. Oh, I really like Taylor Swift. Why is there a college course on Taylor Swift? Why? I, I, I don't understand it. It's, it's hard enough for me to understand the young person that wants to take that course, spend their time in the library studying on Taylor Swift, and then, but what's really even more difficult for me to understand is parents. Why in God's name would you even send them to a school that has one of those stupid uh, courses offered? let alone pay for it. And if little Johnny, little Jimmy, little whatever it is, calls you and says, hey, mama, or hey, mama. Oh, is this my daughter? Yes, this is your daughter. <laughs> Having fun with it, ladies and gentlemen. Says, hey, I'm thinking about taking a course on Taylor Swift. What do you think? <laughs> if one of my kids said that, I was like, oh, that's completely up to you. But I ain't paying for it. And just keep in mind, if you have student loans and you're taking Taylor Swift course, you're going to be paying for the next 20 years on on that Taylor Swift course. Why don't you just save yourself a ton of money and go to one of her concerts? Now, I don't really suggest that, ladies and gentlemen. I am not a Taylor Swift fan. I think that, that Taylor Swift actually, uh, she's so, uh, 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 she's loony, uh, you know. She's loony. I couldn't even tell you one song that she does. Uh, I, I don't listen to Taylor Swift, don't like Taylor Swift. Her music, I've never met her. But what little I do know about her, seeing her in different um, interviews and different comments, little videos and such. Unless those things have been doctored and twisted, uh, she's loony. And so if you or your children are going to Taylor Swift concerts or taking Taylor Swift courses in college, um, yeah, uh, yeah, you probably, those ones are probably not going to find a decent job making a decent salary. I'm just saying I'm just saying, there's not a lot of uh, uh, jobs out there for people that, you know, have taken the Taylor Swift courses. So keep those things in mind, uh, moms and dads, ladies and gentlemen. Put your foot down. Put your foot down. We've got to teach our children how to grow up. We've got to teach our children how to be adults. We have to teach our children how to make better choices in their life. And it starts with you and it starts at home. So mom, dad, do yourself and do your kids a service. And please do the rest of us in society a service. A great, you'll be doing us a great service. Teach your children. Teach your children correct. Teach your children how to be um, normal adults so that they can fit into overall culture and society and we don't have to pay the bill for them. Anyways, I don't know why I got off on that because I guess that's one of those things that burns in my heart, ladies and gentlemen. It just burns me up. Hey, that sounded like um, Larry the Cable Guy. Just burns me up. Anyways, um, I want to read this to you. Has Well, I guess it does have a lot to do with what I was saying in a roundabout way. Because what I'm seeing out there in this world, again, back to the whole chant, river to the sea, and all this, uh, let's support Palestine. And a lot of the young people on these college campuses are supporting terrorists and murderers. And they don't even know why. They don't even know the truth of what's going on. Hence, table flippers. I come along and tell you the truth. And then I get people that don't like me and disagree with me. Can you believe it? People don't like me. Me, of all people. 
Me of all people. Come on, people. Why don't people like me? I'm one of the most likable guys in the world. Come on. You know, so uh, anyways, I don't know why. Suddenly I'm into, you know what? I I was watching a little clip of a guy that was doing um, some impersonations. He impersonated uh, Denzel Washington. Did it spot on, spot on. Then there was another guy that I watched. He did a whole bunch of guys, one right after another. And uh, like Mark Mark Wahlberg, The Rock, um, people of that nature. And he did a great job, great great job, especially with Mark Wahlberg. And that just got me going. So every time I think of something that sounds sort of like something one of these guys would say, I would start impersonating them. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not very good at it at all. I admit it, no problem. Uh, I'm not offended. If somebody wrote me a letter, you're not very good at it. Uh, you know, I would say, you're right, I'm not. But I have fun with it. And that's really, that's it. That's all I care about. I'm, ha- I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun. I chuckle in the back of my mind and sometimes it leaves the back of my mind and comes out my mouth in a chuckling chuckle. So, um, you know, uh, let me let me just do one for you, uh, Mark Wahlberg. Come on, guys, let's go. What's the matter? Doesn't that work anymore? Hey, come on, get in the car. The car works. Open up the door. Come on, don't you know how to open the door? Come on, we're late. We got to get going. Come on, guys. How was that? Was that pretty good? I don't, uh, it probably was terrible, but I liked it. I liked it. I had fun with it. Anyways, let's get back to this article because this is really serious and important. And it actually will help you, ladies and gentlemen, especially if you have kids. Talk to your kids. Train your kids. Teach your kids. Don't let the schools do all the teaching and the training. They're messing up our children. As a matter of fact, get your kids out of the public school system. Get your kids out of the public school system. Just get them out of there. Just pull them out. Homeschool them. And uh, there's, there's plenty of programs that will help you with the homeschooling that makes it a lot easier and they'll get a better education and they won't be indoctrinated by these uh, powder puffs in the school. You get to actually train your children the way it's supposed to be. But what about college? At least, listen, if you're going to send your kids to college, which I wouldn't suggest that anymore. I used to be big on that before I started realizing how corrupt how wicked, how left-leaning these colleges are. There's a few of them out there that are still okay, but most of them are just garbage. I would send my kids, if I had to do it all over again, I'd send them to trade school. I'd send them to trade school. And if they're going to go to college, my kids went to um, a Christian college. And even the Christian college was very questionable for a, question, uh, for a Christian college, but it was a world of difference from any other university or college out there wasn't nearly as left-leaning, progressive, liberal garbage, you know, uh, at all on any level. And so, yeah, send them to a Christian college if you're going to send them to college or send them to a trade school. As a matter of fact, a lot of these trade schools, especially for the boys, send a young man to go learn welding or AC repair or auto mechanic, something like that. Why? Because let's face it, ladies and gentlemen, there's not too many masculine things left in this world for our young men to get involved in. Yes, there's sports, but how many people, how many young men can actually be on any given football team at any given time? So that leaves a whole bunch of other guys, they may not even be into sports, that are in desperate need of being able to get their hands dirty and fix something, repair something, or create something. Because that's what masculinity is is about, among other things. And so get them in some trade school. Let's say, well, what if my kid doesn't want to be a, a welder? You know, trade schools are, are not very long, like like colleges, four years, six years, eight years, 12 years. They're um, 
uh, in a year, many of these trade schools in just a, a single year could really teach them a great skill. Send them to, off to a mechanic school, trade school to be a mechanic, work on cars, you know, for a year or welding for a year or AC and heating repair for a year. And a lot of these guys, they come out and their initial job right out of trade school might start them out somewhere around $75,000, upwards to $100,000, depending on what it actually is and where they're at and, and, the, and the, the availability of the work and the job. So they'll, they'll come right out of college and start doing a lot better than flipping burgers, which a lot of these young people with four-year degrees are flipping burgers. Wouldn't it be better if after just a year of trade school, that uh, little Johnny, little Billy, or little Sally. I don't, you know, if, if one of the young ladies wants to go weld, great. That would be awesome. Let her weld. Come out of there and start making about $75,000 a year her first year or his first year. And it goes up from there, especially if they're able to start their own business. After a few years of working for somebody else, they, they get to know how to run the business part of it. And then they can start their own welding uh, business and have other people working for them. In 10, 15 years, they literally could be multimillionaires because if they did it right, simply by going to a trade school. That's a very, and there's very little, if any, um, debt, student loan debt with trade schools. I don't think there is. Anyways, let me get into this because our children, all of you, myself included, we all need the truth and our children need the truth. So parents, learn the truth and go teach your young people. Young people, just learn the truth. Just learn the truth. Just because there's a group on the college campus chanting some cool slogan, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. You know, uh, just because they're there doing that, waving some, some weird flag and chanting that, oh, that must be a real powerful good movement that I need to be a part of. No, it isn't. That's stupid and it's foolish. Learn really what's going on. So we know that there's this war with uh, Israel and Hamas and Gaza and Things are, there's a lot of things coming out in the news. A lot of it's just flat wrong. I dealt with that yesterday on yesterday's episode. It was actually released this morning about um, four o'clock in the morning, I believe. <laughs> and I kind of want to pick up on it and keep going with this because I just want to show you some of the lies that are being perpetrated by our mainstream media, okay? And this is, again, from Daily Wire, and it says, IDF raids <clears throat> main Gaza hospital housing Hamas underground headquarters. So IDF is the Israeli Defense Force, basically their military. I don't know why I couldn't get that out. So the military, Israel's military, raids a hospital. Ooh, bad Israel. Bad. That's so bad, Israel, to go in into a hospital. The reason they went into this hospital, ladies and gentlemen, is because Hamas had an underground headquarters underneath the hospital and the Hamas terrorists and leaders of the terrorist group were in the hospital basically using all the patients, doctors, and nurses, staff, as human shields to protect them because they knew, they knew that Israel wouldn't just randomly blow up a hospital, even with terrorists inside, because they knew, because they know uh, Israel actually has some morals and de decency. They won't destroy the lives of those doctors, those nurses, the staff, and the patients, even though they know that terrorists who murdered Israelis are in that hospital. So that's why they're hiding there. And this this is um, 
This was written by Ryan Saavedra, November 15th, 2023. That was, I believe, yesterday. Yes, yesterday. It says the Israeli Defense Forces, IDF, delivered critical medical supplies to the main hospital in Gaza on Wednesday after Israeli Special Forces raided the hospital to hunt down the Hamas terrorists hiding there. So this opens up, and I'm so glad they opened up with this, that the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force, when they raided that hospital, They brought along with them medical supplies to help the patients there, help the doctors there, help the nurses there. They brought medical supplies to the hospital because the hospital really couldn't get many supplies because Hamas wouldn't allow it. As a matter of fact, Hamas was demanding that the hospital give them their fuel for their generators and such to keep the hospital moving, even though, you know, so... In a time like this, if the power goes down, these these um, generators come on. So when the power goes out and the generators come on to keep the hospital moving forward and, and, and keeping the patients safe and alive, the Hamas goes, oh, yeah, wait a minute, we need that fuel, give it to us. And the hospital say, no, 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 we need it for our patients. They're like, we don't care. Give us that fuel. Give us that fuel. And they were taking a lot of the fuel from these hospitals. So when the IDF comes into this hospital to get these terrorists They brought supplies with them for the patients, for the doctors, for the nurses, for the staff to help them all out. That's this mean, evil, wicked, apartheid Israel that everybody from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. No, Palestinians are going to be dead because of Hamas, their leaders. Israel, yes, when you're in a war, there's going to be some casualties civilian casualties and that's terrible and it's horrible but often there's nothing you can do about it but israel is doing their best to save and protect as many lives even the lives of their enemies in this time of war there's a hospital there these people don't uh pose any threat to us hamas wouldn't let them get the medicine wouldn't get the fuel wouldn't get the penicillin wouldn't get the bandages so we'll bring them for them that's how evil israel is blessing their enemies with medical supplies. Let me keep going. Israel, Israeli forces killed at least five terrorists in the precise and targeted limited operation at the Shifa Hospital. No IDF soldiers were hurt and there was reportedly little to no friction between the IDF and hospital staff and patients. Did you hear that? Little to no friction, problems, issues with the hospital staff or the patients. So this mean, wicked, evil Israel that's in there just to kill Palestinians and destroy all of Gaza actually saved the hospital, the staff, the patients, bringing them supplies. And they were able to take out, how many did it say? Five terrorists. Nobody in the IDF were hurt. And at least what it says here, I don't believe anybody, none of the patients were hurt, none of the doctors were hurt, none of the staff was hurt. It says, we can confirm that incubators, baby food, and medical supplies brought by IDF tanks from Israel have successfully reached the Shifa hospital. The IDF said in a statement, our medical teams and Arabic-speaking soldiers are on the ground to ensure that these supplies reach those in need. So they brought along with them Arabic-speaking soldiers, their own soldiers, but speaking Arabic so they can communicate well with the staff, with the patients, with the doctors. They uh, brought the medical teams. They brought medical teams, more doctors, more nurses, more staff to help them. And they brought supplies. Wouldn't that be awesome? I mean, just think about this, ladies and gentlemen. Wouldn't that be awesome if you were able 
to deliver hospital supplies to your local hospital in a tank? Oh, that would be awesome. Roll up there in an M1 Abrams tank right to the front door. Everybody, the you know, it pops out. Everybody's jumping out and everything, you know, locked and loaded. Ho, 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 ho. And they're just bringing in supplies. They're bringing in gauze bandages. They're bringing in a penicillin. They're bringing in whatever is needed, saline solution, whatever is needed to help the people in that hospital. They're bringing in doctors and nurses and staff members that speak the local language so that they can actually help save lives. That would be awesome to me. I, I, I want to drive that tank. Anyways, um, let me go on. The IDF later said that its forces were continuing to search for explosives, weapons, and Hamas infrastructure in a specified area of the vast hospital complex. Hamas has a large underground tunnel system built under and around the hospital, which is a blatant war crime. The raid came after the IDF ordered Hamas to surrender from inside the hospital and they failed to comply. In recent weeks, the IDF has publicly warned time and again that Hamas continued military use at the Shifa hospital jeopardizes its protected status under international law and enabled ample time to stop this unlawful abuse of the hospital. The IDF said yesterday the IDF conveyed to the relevant authorities in Gaza once again that all military activities within the hospital must cease within 12 hours. Unfortunately, they did not. <laughs> so see, see, ladies and gentlemen, this wicked, evil, apartheid Israel that just wants to go out and destroy everybody, they took long time, not a day, not two days, weeks, warning, get out of that hospital. Get out of that. It's not going to protect you. Get out of that hospital. It was breaking international law. Hamas, these Palestinians, these terrorists broke international law and uh, were using the hospital in a manner that they shouldn't for any kind of military type of usage. They put their headquarters underneath it. They built tunnels, military-style tunnels for Hamas underneath and around that hospital. Why did they do that? Why do they? Because they know Israel is not the type of military or country or people that's just going to randomly bomb a hospital or those tunnels near the hospital uh, to get to Hamas, the enemies. You know what they do? They put their lives on the line. They walk up to the front door, walk through the front door in the hopes that they could take out the terrorists that are inside before anybody else gets hurt and that they can stop the problem, the issue, and that's what they did. But you know what? This is a war. <laughs> this is war. The military in Israel did not have to bring supplies. They did not have to bring doctors with them. They didn't have to bring people that spoke Arabic to keep the lines of communication open. They didn't have to bring hospital staff with them. They didn't have to do this. This is war. The enemy is in that building. And in war, you take out the building to take out the enemy. Oh, wait, there's civilians in there? Who cares? Israel cares. Israel cares. Hamas doesn't care. Muslims don't care. Islamists don't care. The Nazis didn't care, but Israel cares. Israel went the extra mile, put their life on a, Instead of firing a missile from long distance, miles away in a place of safety, they walked up, kicked the door in, and entered the building filled with terrorists. They put their lives on the line to save 
the innocent, to say, and they're not even so innocent. These are people that chant death to Israel, and yet they still save them. Why? Because they didn't have guns in their hands shooting at them at that moment. Don't ever, ever try to convince me that Israel in this conflict or other conflicts are wicked, evil, apartheid, murderers. They're the terror. Don't. No, 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 no. Are they perfect? Absolutely not. Do I agree with everything that they do? No. But when I'm seeing things like this and I'm reading these articles and I'm watching this, even on videos, yeah, um, my heart goes out to Israel and I have a seething anger for those who stand up and support the Palestinians and these terrorists named Hamas. It's a disgusting display, ladies and gentlemen, that we're seeing here, especially on our college campuses, but here on this soil. And ladies and gentlemen, call me a prophet if you would like. I'm not even really prophesying. This is not so much as thus saith the Lord as it much as I know this because of the stupidity of our own present government at, its, at this time and the ignorance and the arrogance of these young people chanting from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. This is stupidity. We are going to have soon some terrorist um, activity, if you will, on our home soil here in the United States. It's not that I want it. It's not that I'm looking forward to it. Not at all. But why is it going to happen? We have open borders, and we already know that Middle Easterners have been pouring over, mixing in with the Hispanic crowd. We know this. Everybody knows this. We know that there's sleeper cells all over America, and they grew in number, especially under Biden. We know this. And now the anger, the seething anger, and the arrogance of these ones are rising to a boiling point, even on our college campuses, and even in those... those, uh, classrooms on these colleges with these purple-haired freak um, professors. River to the sea, Palestine will be free. You watch. These things are going to start erupting in America. And some, I'm not going to say all, but you know who's going to be in the middle of some of those attacks? Yes, our own homegrown young men and young women that mom and dad didn't take the time to train right. And they're going to be in the middle. I got to support my brothers in Palestine. I'm going to blow up a building. Yeah. How do I know this? No, yeah, that's conspiracy. That's not going to happen. Really? Really? Do you guys remember BLM? The Black Lives Matter and, and all the chaos that they brought? Do you remember the Antifa and all the chaos they brought? Burning buildings and everything? Trying to act like they're the, they're, oh, you know, we're against fascism. And we're so against fascism, we're going to use fascism to fight fascism, you fascists. (laughs) Burning buildings, uh, destroying property. Basically, they're homeland terrorists. And what is the Biden administration doing? They're still, you know, the greatest threat to America is white supremacy. Really? I mean, I'm not for white supremacy at all. I'm not for any racial supremacy in any culture or any race at all. But let's face, when was the last time a white supremacist, you know, burned a building down? Or, or you know, we had Antifa with all their marches and the, the destruction that they did. When did the Ku Klux Klan or the Aryan Nation ever do that on that level? I'm not saying they never did anything. I'm just saying dollars to donuts. Come on, let's compare this. It's a comparison of apples and oranges. They don't even compare. So why aren't they saying this stuff about Antifa or BLM or these guys? I don't know, because we've got a bunch of... Um, un-American, anti-American people, even in our own government and even in our our, um, law enforcement agencies, not so much our local police department, but there might be even there as well. But in the FBI, the DOJ, uh, NSA, all these, 
They're filled with anti-Americans. People that are there that are anti-American. They're the true terrorists. They're the ones that stir this up and make this stuff happen. They're the ones that give Antifa and BLM a pass when they blow something up. And then they blame it on white supremacists. Oh, this is all because of white supremacists. Really? I didn't see any fat, toothless guys running around with a, with a white robe on. I didn't see that at all. What I saw was these guys with black uh, masks on screaming Antifa chants and causing all kinds of problems. I mean, you know, they're all cowards. I mean, they're all cowards. BLM, uh, Antifa, even the so-called white supremacists, they're all cowards. They're all cowards. And you notice they do it all behind masks. Huh. Anyways, let me finish this. It's almost done. Video clip from Qatari propaganda outlet Al Jazeera showed a man inside one of the hospitals inside Gaza slamming Hamas for using them as human shields. So uh, this propaganda site, Al Jazeera, finally got it right. They were showing somebody inside this Gaza hospital slamming Hamas, yelling at him, probably cussing a little bit, for using them as human shields. Well, somebody in the Gaza Strip got it right. Somebody is finally getting upset and seeing what's going on. Regarding the resistance forces that hide among people, why do they do hide among people? The man said to the camera crew, let them go hide in hell. That's what this guy says. Why are they hiding among us? Let them go hide in hell. (laughs) Uh, My sentiment, exactly. The camera crew quickly cut the man off. Why? Because that's Al Jazeera. Al Jazeera is the CNN of the Muslim world. They're going to lie about Americans. They're going to lie about Israel. They're going to lie about these things to prop up that Islamic Muslim mindset and propaganda and ideology. This guy was going against the narrative. He was going against, he was painting the proper picture of Hamas being cowards, hiding in a hospital, using others, especially patients and doctors and such, as human shields. He said, let them go hide in hell. And they cut it off real quick. Oh, we can't have that on Al Jazeera. (laughs) I kind of think that's a little funny. The article goes on to say the Wall Street Journal reported this week that sophisticated military command centers that Israel has set up near Gaza border have given it an insurmountable technological and information advantage over Hamas as it is able to pull data from thousands of sources including drones, planes, tanks, soldiers, ships, and more in real time as it maps out the battlefield inside the Strip. Why would they go through all of this trouble to get that type of information on that level so that they can figure out where Hamas is, where these terrorists are, do their best to get them without civilian casualties, ladies and gentlemen? It's not a perfect science. It's not 100%, especially when the people you are after, the terrorists you are after, are using human beings, especially women and children, as human shields. The abilities that the command center has have allowed Israel to maximize the precision of its strikes. The journal noted one video that they were shown featured an evacuation from a hospital when several terrorists sought to escape by intermingling with non-combatants. The order was given to let them go so that innocents would not be hurt. However, the terrorists were continually tracked and were later terminated by Israeli forces when they no longer were in the area with civilians. Again, ladies and gentlemen, they saw these terrorists. They saw these murderers of their own people. They saw them mingle in with a group of civilians in this hospital or near this hospital. And they could have taken them out. There would have been some casualties, but hey, it's war. 
They could have taken them out. They could have taken these murderers out, but they chose not to. These guys could have gotten away and killed more Jews. These guys could have found a tunnel to hide in and then come back later and kill more Jews, but they let them go. Why? Because they didn't want any civilian casualties. They're doing their best to keep that to a minimum. They did their best to track them. And when they were away from the civilians, well, then they took them out. The center also features munitions, experts who direct the military on which weapons need to be used to execute specific actions taken against designated targets. So, <clears throat> excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> I have a little <clears throat> phlegmy phlegm in my throat. <clears> throat> so on site, <clears throat> they even have these uh, munitions experts. And what are they? It's sort of like having a caddy on the golf course. The caddy knows the course sometimes better than the actual golf player. And okay, sir, listen, you're 200 yards out. You know, there's this uh, sand and there's this water. There's blah, blah, blah. Use your uh, five iron, use your six, whatever it is, you know, you know, and pop it up and do this. And he gives the player some tips on the actual course because he knows the course so well. And he's the caddy and he knows the clubs. He knows, you know, the distance and all that good stuff. So this munitions expert is like that. Hey, guys, hey, listen, check this out. There's like five terrorists over here near a hospital, not in the hospital, but near the hospital. So don't go be throwing some big old Moab, mother of all bombs at them to try to get five terrorists, you know, um, 50 feet away from a hospital. Why don't you take, I don't know, uh, two, three guys, machine gun and and just take care of you know that's what these guys do they just they show listen we don't want any civilian casualties this is going to be a a a very surgical strike there's five of them 50 feet away from this particular building this hospital the school whatever we need to take them out do it this way so there's no casualties that's what they do (laughs) what does hamas do they blow up everything and everyone and they don't care that's what muslims do that's what islam's islamists do that's what these terrorists do. What is Israel doing? Doing their best to just take out Hamas, the terrorists, the murderers. And so when you hear people, uh, Israel is just destroying everything. No, they are not. No, they are not. <clears throat> they're doing their best and they're targeting Hamas, terrorists, terrorists only. Again, is there casualties? Yes, every war there's going to be casualties for one reason or another. Sometimes mistakes are made. It's horrible. It's, 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 it's wrong. But what is more wrong? I mean, think about the Nazis for just a minute. They killed upwards of 6 million Jews. They brought the world into a war. And let's say you back them into a corner somewhere and you have a chance to end it all at that moment. Well, there might be some casualties. There might be. But this can end a war that will save perhaps millions of lives. War is ugly. War is disgusting. War is terrible. Sometimes you have to fight a war to ultimately end evil. I'm glad that we got involved in World War II to end evil as it was spreading over the earth, over Europe and in Asia. There was a lot of casualties, but in the end, it saved more people than it killed. Sad to say, it's heartbreaking. I don't like it any more than anybody else. But you'll often hear me say, I'm a realist. Just the facts, ma'am. And if I can if I can understand that, yes, there's going to be some casualties, but ultimately it's going to save lots of lives, you got to do what you got to do. I don't, I'm, I'm glad I'm not in a position to make those calls. I really am. But you got to do what you got to do. Here's another article. And this is on the Daily Wire by Ben Shapiro. I believe this was from the 13th. I'm not really sure. There's no date on this, but I I saw this 
on my uh, tablet a little while. I'm looking at my computer now. I, I, and I looked down on this, my tablet, and I believe I saw that it was the um, 14th that was put out. But nonetheless, Ben Shapiro. And uh, this is the title of this is Inside Hamas's Hospitals from Hell. He writes, Yesterday, Israel finally took control of Al Rantisi, Al Rantisi, hopefully I'm saying that right, hospital in the Gaza Strip. The hospital, Israel claimed, had been used like many of the major hospitals in Gaza as a giant shield for Hamas military operations. The Israeli Defense Forces found RPGs, grenades, grenades, suicide vests, and yes, bottles for the Israeli babies Hamas had kidnapped atop a unit set up by the World Health Organization. Ladies and gentlemen, I watched the video on this and one of the um, soldiers was kind of taking, giving a tour, if you will, of what they found and what was going on in this hospital before they took over this hospital. And so what, what Ben Shapiro is, is uh, speaking about right now, I actually saw this. I saw this video. Let me continue with this. And oh yes, and there was an, a unit set up on the wall of the, I believe it was the basement of this hospital that had the World Health Organization emblem and logo on it. Anyways, he said, this would be the same World Health Organization that condemned Israel at the United Nations on Friday, led by Director General Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus. It's a big name. I know I butchered that name, and I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, to you, not to this general, this director general, who called for a ceasefire on behalf of Hamas, all the while claiming that Israel was targeting health care facilities. Well, he's a liar. I don't. And I never trusted the, the World Health Organization. And then when this COVID stuff came out and the things they were saying and doing, I trusted them even less. And now I, they have no credibility at all. The World Health Organization has no credibility whatsoever. Whatsoever. They, how dare they um, call for a ceasefire on behalf of terrorists who cut off babies' heads and then call themselves the World Health Organization? How dare they lie about Israel saying that Israel is targeting healthcare facilities? That's not true. They are saving healthcare facilities by taking out the terrorists on the inside, bringing in doctors, bringing in nurses, and bringing in medical supplies. He, did, he forgot to mention all that. Anyways, let me continue. Someone ought to ask Gebre Yesus just how who resources ended up in the hands of Hamas in violation of international law. So, the World Health Organization violated international law by putting these things in this hospital that Hamas ran and used as their headquarters. So the World Health Organization was actually working with, yes, ladies and gentlemen, Hamas terrorist murderers. No wonder he's standing on their side going, uh, Israel, uh, you guys are being bad. Uh, ceasefire, I demand a ceasefire. Don't you know that we have our... Um, our uh, our special units and situations going on in there where we have our all of our stuff going on in there hey 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 you guys need to get out of here you need to leave us alone you need to, i mean i'm sorry leave them alone you need to learn them 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 hamas alone you need to leave them alone Oy. this this is actually getting again it's been ridiculous it's getting more and more and more and more and ridiculous now the who the world Health organization is siding with terrorists murderers as they chastise Israel, as they chastise Israel for protecting themselves against murderers. It says, meanwhile, Israel 
also released footage yesterday of Hamas terrorists firing RPGs from Al-Quds Hospital. The IDF killed the terrorists. Undoubtedly, the WHO will condemn the death of those supposed healthcare workers. Yeah, healthcare workers shooting RPGs. And if you don't know what an RPG stands for, it's Rocket Propelled Grenade. RPGs. From a hospital. Now the WHO... And, and this is, again, this is Ben Shapiro saying this. Undoubtedly, the, the WHO will condemn the death of those supposed health care workers. Hamas uses the most vulnerable members of its own population as human shields. Even the European Union acknowledges this fact. Yesterday, they released a statement saying the EU condemns the use of hospitals and civilians as human shields by Hamas. Well, at least the EU is starting to see something here and say something. Yet this is a basic truth members of the military wildly downplay despite their own reporting on the subject dating back over a decade. It is widely known and understood, for example, that the Al-Shifa hospital lies directly on top of Hamas's military headquarters. Both the Washington Post and New York Times reported as much in 2014. So they knew this was going on since 2014. And if they reported on it in 2014, they knew it was going on even before then. How anybody in the news media can still stand up in support of Hamas and the Palestinians who allowed Hamas to do these things is just, it's beyond belief, ladies and gentlemen. Nonetheless, this article says, the media have poo-pooed Hamas war crimes and human rights violations. Instead, they have focused on Hamas constant claims fuel is running out in these hospitals even as Hamas steals the fuel. They have done their dangdest to show the horrifying situations in the hospitals caused by Hamas while steadfastly and blatantly disregarding it as uh, it is Hamas who has refused to evacuate the hospitals. So Hamas... The, the fuel is running out because Hamas is stealing it, but blaming Israel and blaming the situation. The people inside these hospitals are in terrible conditions because of Hamas. They won't let them evacuate and get those people out and get them to safety because then they would lose their human shields. And what, what does the media do? Points the finger at Israel and says, Israel, you're being bad guys. Hamas is, you know, you're, you guys are, you say you're after Hamas, but look at, you're destroying a hospital. No, they're not. No, they're not. Hamas is doing that, blaming Israel. And you in the media, those of you in the media are sucking it up. I don't know why, but it makes you just as um, complicit and wicked as Hamas, these terrorists. Goes on to say, MSNBC published a video doing Hamas's bidding at Al-Shifa Hospital. Note the moral equivalence in this report. Sure, Israel is trying to provide fuel and Hamas is stopping the entry of that same fuel. But really... Shouldn't Israel just leave the hospital alone? Andrea Mitchell of MSNBC played that game yesterday, asking NSA spokesman John Kirby about whether Hamas shouldn't be kept safe because they were hiding under hospitals. Watch. There's this video. I don't have time to get into the video and then explain it to you. But uh, please go to this article and watch these videos. goes on to say, yes, according to the media, warfare is a game of tag and safe is a hospital. So long as you're... So as long as you're a terrorist. Meanwhile, Israel continues to go above and beyond any semblance of humanitarianism in its attempt to protect Gazan civilians. Yesterday, Israel sent incubators into Gaza for these same infants, even as Hamas holds Israeli infants hostage. Do you see how that is? So the people in Gaza, Hamas, are holding infants, Israeli Jewish infants, hostage. And how does... 
Israel retaliate to that? Well, one of the ways they retaliate is sending incubators into the hospital to care for and take care of the babies in these hospitals. Remember those hospitals that many in the media are saying Israel is targeting. They're actually, they're targeting all right. They're targeting them with baby incubators to keep babies alive, medical supplies to keep the patients alive, more uh, medical uh, professionals, doctors and nurses that speak Arabic especially to help them, maybe give them a break, give them a rest and help the people in these hospitals stay alive. Yeah, that's how they're targeting these hospitals in Gaza. It says, to his credit, the State Department spokesman slapped down members of the media doing propaganda work for Hamas. But the Biden administration is beginning to cave just as Israel reaches the central headquarters of Hamas located beneath Al-Shifa Hospital. <clears throat> At this point, even U.S. intelligence has confirmed that Hamas has placed central resources under Al-Shifa. According to CNN, a U.S. official with knowledge of American intelligence says Hamas has a command node under the Al-Shifa hospital, uses fuel intended for it, and its fighters regularly cluster in and around Gaza's largest hospital. And now, and Israel is now at the gates of Al-Shifa. The Wall Street Journal reported Israeli troops reached at least one of the gates of Gaza's largest hospital, where Israel says Hamas conceals a major center of operation, while medical staff reported deteriorating conditions inside because of a lack of supplies and electricity. The journal also reported that thousands of people in the hospital have been cut off for three days with gunfire around the building. That gunfire is coming from Hamas. Israel has been warning for weeks that the hospital ought to be evacuated. With it fully established that Hamas is using al-Shifa as cover, Israel has no choice but to take the hospital. To do otherwise would be the equivalent of leaving Osama bin Laden's compound in Pakistan alone because there were children in the house. And yet now, President Biden has chosen to try to curb Israel's ability to take out Hamas. Yesterday, he said, his hope and expectation is that there will be less intrusive action and we remain in contact with the Israelis. Less intrusive action. They are doing everything they can do to keep civilians alive, to keep these hospitals intact, up and running, and moving forward, and at the same time to destroy Hamas, who murdered their people. Israel, go for it. Don't listen to Biden. Let me continue reading. What exactly would less intrusive action look like? A siege of the hospital that has been called a human rights abuse by the same people who say Israel should leave the hospital untouched? No, the only less intrusive uh, alternative would be a ceasefire, which Israel cannot do strategically or morally. Hey, Hamas, hey, listen, world, 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 world. You guys keep pointing the finger at Israel and saying Israel bad because they want to take out Hamas. Hey, Hamas, you murderers. What if Hamas, ladies and gentlemen, put down their weapons, took off their explosive vests, put down their RPGs, grabbed a white flag, raised their hands, and marched out of that hospital and surrendered? Many, many lives would be saved, including Hamas. Why not put the pressure on Hamas? Get the pressure off of Israel. They're doing what needs to be done. And they're doing what, what most are too cowardly to do, especially Biden. I don't know. It's just a thought. It's just a thought. It is cowardice, pure and simple, for the Biden administration to try to hamstring Israel in its pursuit of Hamas. And it is even more cowardly for the Biden administration to continue to play the idiotic game whereby members of the administration claim they have to continuously hold Israel's leash to prevent the IDF from violating human rights. 
The reverse is true. The IDF, as they have for years, abides by rules no other military would dream of. And that is true, ladies and gentlemen. The NSA Sullivan, what is this? And NSA Sullivan, I'm sorry, refused to answer if Israel was abiding by the laws of war. There is only one reason for such, I can't even say this word, ladies and gentlemen, pusillanimity? Pusillanimity? That's one of those words I'm going to have to look up in my dictionary. Anyways, there is only one reason for such pusillanimity whatever. The Biden administration is constantly trying to throw signals to its left-wing base, even if that makes Israel's job harder in saving its hostages and destroying Hamas. Left-wing base. Left-wing base. See, this is the kind of thing that just sickens me. Number one, he's he's still caving to the left-wing base. And what also sickens me is the left-wing these are Americans here that would love to hamstring not just Israel, but us. And they don't care about the murders of, of Americans or the murder of Israelis. They just care about um, their own little weird, twisted, sick, perverted agenda. And so here is President Biden giving them a nod on their agenda and their beliefs. And these are all cowardly, perverted murderous, well, cowards. I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is so strange to me. But I came out of here just with the intent of showing you and teaching you, hey, Israel is, is again, perfect? Nah, but doing a lot more than any other military on the face of the planet at any time has ever done to save and preserve lives, even the lives of their enemy. They're doing their best. They called out for weeks, Hamas, get out of the hospital. Come on, get out of the hospital. Get out of this hospital. Quit using it. You're breaking international law. We're going to come in. We're going to come in. They said this for a long time. Finally, they just, okay, we warned them like 14,000 times. We're just going to go in. And they went in, killed some host, uh, um, not hostages. They killed some terrorists, freed the hospital, brought in supplies. And now the people in the hospital are actually doing better. And they're safer. And they're better taken care of because of Israel. But the world won't say that. Well, I'm saying it. And I want the world to rise up and listen. I'm saying it. And this needs to be heard all over the world. And I'm so glad that I have a worldwide um, audience that every one of you can hear it no matter where you're at. This isn't just for America. This isn't just for Israel. This is for everyone to hear. This is for everyone to hear. Stop blaming Israel. And if we would just see who the real perpetrators of this crime is and this war is, Hamas, these terrorists, and we start saying the same thing over and over and over again and putting these so-called Palestinians in their place, maybe this war would end a lot faster with far fewer deaths. But as long as you pump Palestine, the Palestinians, and Hamas, you embolden them, and they'll go out and murder more people because that's who and that's who what they are. So let me ask you, are you on the side of life? Are you on the side of truth? Are you on the side of justice? Or do you support Hamas? That's what it comes down to, ladies and gentlemen. You say, well, no, I support Palestinians. What do you think Hamas is? You either support terrorists, murderers, or you support truth. You support life. You support justice. It's your choice. But I choose life, justice, and truth. Thank you for joining us at Table Coopers. Please email me at gwccrobert at gmail.com, gwccrobert at gmail.com. Now go out and have a table flipping day. Oh, Should I have said have a chipalicious day? Chipalicious. Now you're talking.
Say goodbye, Chippy. Say goodbye.